Hello, my name is Michael Love, and welcome to this first issue of the podcast that I call You Are More. Now, what do I mean when I say you are more? I, I often walk up to people, and in the course of conversation, I say to them, you know, you are more, and they look at me funny, and they say, what do you mean by that? And what I mean by it is that no matter what you think you are, or no matter who you think you are, you are indeed more than that. So let me explain a little bit. My name is Mike Love, and um, let me tell you a little bit about my personal background. I am what I refer to as a corporate refugee. I spent over 20 years working in corporate America, uh, working with computers and transaction processing and banking systems. And then in 2002, I opened a wellness center in Charlotte, North Carolina. Now, I was interested in exploring some new and alternative healing modalities as as a means of uh, helping people in the community. So, while I was, uh, while we had that facility open, um, I got involved in a number of what we would call alternative healing modalities and continued that uh, even after I closed that facility in 2005, continued working with uh, alternative healing modalities, including um, uh, quantum touch, uh, psyche, craniosacral therapy, massage therapy and then um, hypnotherapy. So I've been working as a certified hypnotherapist for over five years now. And um, what I found out is that a great deal of what troubles people, what bothers people, is what I would refer to as limiting beliefs. Now, As a clinical hypnotherapist, people would come to me and say, well, I'm having trouble doing this, or I'm having trouble doing this, or, you know, I really don't know how to get a direction in my life, or why can't I ever find enough money? Very often, we would find out that the limiting beliefs would revolve around something to the effect of, I'm not good enough, I'm not smart enough, I'm not pretty enough, I'm not handsome enough, Uh, I'm not talented enough. And it turns out that these are really based in limiting beliefs that we hold about ourselves. So, in my opinion, I believe that these beliefs, actually our individual personal beliefs, really make up who we are and how we perceive the world. So, Then I got involved in doing some past life regression work and working with people to uncover what appeared to be other lifetimes in other times. And it became very clear to me that there's more going on here than just what perhaps we've been told in the past. So, It is really very beneficial then to go back and look at our 
earlier beliefs or our past beliefs that we've got perhaps growing up in childhood, looking at them and seeing, you know, are these beliefs really beliefs that are empowering us or are they beliefs that are holding us back and are they beliefs that are limiting us? So when you think about everything you believe in, no matter what age you are right now, when you think about all the things you believe in, they tend to fall into three different type categories. And one, the first category is beliefs that you got at an earlier age that you still hold true. You still believe that they're true. Now, an example of that could be something like people are basically good. It's good to care for the planet and not pollute it. Um, love and happiness are available to all people. And um, I should be able to experience love and happiness. So those would be examples of beliefs that you probably were taught at a younger age and they still make sense to you. Now, experience may have presented you with some new beliefs that have um, caused you to examine some old beliefs and as a result, you've updated those new beliefs. Now, let me give you an example of one of those, a couple of those types of beliefs. If you held the belief that, you know, most people are basically good, well, sooner or later, you're going to meet a scoundrel and you're going to meet somebody that doesn't do you right. And you're going to update that belief a little bit to say, well, yeah, most people are basically good, but some people just can't be trusted. And then when you look around and you see all the people on the planet who have a different view of reality that you have, and you see, well, you know, I believe that you should take care of the environment and you shouldn't be a polluter. And you see all of these other people that seem to disregard that or have no respect for the planet Earth. And you say to yourself, well, but I'm just one person. What can I do? So um, that's a new belief that says, you know, I'm really not all that empowered to be able to go ahead and do anything about a belief that I hold, but other people don't. And as it turns out, if you look at history, by and large, most of the good work that's been done has been started by an individual. You generally don't see groups of people just spontaneously forming and saying, let's go ahead and do this. Let's go ahead and do that. Let's. It's generally one person that says to another person, hey, shouldn't we do it this way or that way? And then those two tell another one, and then the word starts spreading around. So in actuality, most good things, I guess most things in general, but most good things actually done, started by an individual. So another new belief is, that you might have is that it takes money to be happy. You know, when we're kids, we generally don't have any understanding of money. We don't know where money comes from. We don't know how hard our parents work to get it. Um, but as you become a teenager and you go out and get your first job 
and you understand that um, money has certain benefits. Earning money has certain benefits to it. So you can now have kind of a new belief that says, yeah, money can make you happy because I can do this, that, or the other thing with it. I can buy new things or I can have new experiences. And the problem is, is, you know, do you take that too far? And, you know, we've all heard the expression money is the root of all evil, but that expression really is the love of money is the root of all evil. Um, so anyway, that's the second group of beliefs, the beliefs that are new beliefs that have come to us from our personal experiences. And there's a third group of beliefs that I call back burner beliefs. And these are beliefs that tend to be beliefs that you really don't believe in too much anymore, but you don't have a good replacement belief to put in its place. And so you kind of just put them on the back burner and that's where they sit. So an example of back burner beliefs could be religion, no matter what religious belief you were raised in, religious tradition you were raised in, you might say to yourself, yeah, that doesn't make sense to me. You know, what they're talking about in church or what I've read about in books, that just doesn't make sense. Okay, so the answer is, the question is, what does make sense to you? And and so far, really nothing has come up and surfaced that can replace that belief that you no longer really 100% believe in, but there's nothing new that you can really switch it out with. And you can think about most of our um, very um, old dogma that we have, our old institution, you know, the church is, of course, one of them. Um, but you can also think about um, um, medicine, for example. Um, you can say, well, you know, the belief in medicine is that there's a cure, uh, there's a pill to cure everything. And you can say, yeah, I don't think so. You know, that's really not the way it feels to me. It feels to me like um, there are certain things that you need to do more than just taking pills to be healthy. But again, you haven't found anything that can really take the place of, well, maybe, you know, modern medicine works in some cases and it doesn't in others. So that's kind of a mixture. It's kind of a gray area for you. You might take a look at politics and say, well, politics is really interesting these days. And uh, it doesn't seem to be um, working for a whole lot of people. Um, so what, what could we possibly replace it with? And again, the answer is very, um, complicated for that. There's no simple, easy solution. So you may just, you know, put that on the back burner. So the problem with these back burner beliefs is that they tend to really weaken you from, a perspective of self-esteem and personal power. So if you think, well, you know, gosh, there's, you know, how can I ever do anything that would make an impact? That is really making an impact on your personal power. It's a statement about your personal power. 
Or if you're saying, you know, I don't know what to believe in, uh, in terms of God or religion. Um, so therefore, it kind of leaves you like in nowhere. You know, just um, I don't know what to believe and I don't know if there is support for me and I don't know if I can tap into anything that's outside of myself. So maybe I just have to do everything myself. Again, not a very uh, empowering and doesn't really help your self-esteem a whole lot. So think of these beliefs as all of them, whether they're the old beliefs, whether they're new beliefs, or whether they're backburner beliefs, as forming your personal foundation. Um, and when I say personal foundation, think about um, the basement of a house. And a lot of houses don't have basements these days, but a lot of houses do. So think of a, think of a house that has a basement and understand that the entire structure above the ground is based upon how solid and how firm um, that basement support is. So if you were to think of your personal beliefs that are, say, maybe back burner beliefs that you really don't believe in, but you have nothing else to believe in, you might think of them as being weaknesses in the foundation. You might think of them as being places where maybe there's water seeping through the walls or um, it's actually cracked the wall and it's beginning to, the foundation is is causing the house to begin to shift a little bit, um, whether it's, you know, shifting floorboards or whatever. So the analogy here is that if you don't have a sound foundation, you're not ever going to have a really solid structure above it. So, so what do you do? And uh, the answer is pretty probably simpler than you think. You just take some time out and you resolve those beliefs that are back burner beliefs because there are answers for them. Most of us, for those type of beliefs, just kind of put them on the back burner and forget about them. But if you just take a little bit of time and you say, okay, well, now, you know, maybe I'm a little bit older and I've got a little more time. How do I feel about these issues? How do I feel about these, these old institutions, whether they're religious or political or medical or, or whatever they could be? How do I feel about these old institutions? And, and, and what can I really believe in? Well, if you start doing that work, then what you do is you get a very strong foundation. You get a very healthy, strong foundation. And the result of that is your self-esteem goes up. The result of that is your personal power goes up. You understand that, yes, maybe, you know, as one person, you can change the world, but you have to start out small. Um, you don't change the world overnight. It takes a couple more days than that. Um, but, you know, the more you think about it, the more you can say, well, maybe that's true. Maybe all real positive changes and positive movements started by one person. I'm sure you've heard about people who have had something happen in their life and based upon a life event started a cause or started a foundation and it's changed things for the better. So one person can make a difference. You can believe in something larger than yourself. You don't have to necessarily call it God with a gray beard 
and um, and two stone tablets in his hand saying these are the Ten Commandments, it can be something different than that. You don't necessarily have to believe that science is the only answer and, and there's not things beyond the scope of which scientist science has been able to examine. So you can get some clarity about some of these issues that I call back burner beliefs. And when you do that, and when you shore up your foundation, you can really experience life differently. You can have a totally different experience of life in which you are in charge and you can move forward in the direction that you so choose. So that's a quick kind of introduction to where these conversations are going to go. Um, as I said, they're based on my experience working with clients who come in and ask me these type of questions. And I say, well, you know, what are your beliefs about the world? And let's talk about them. Now, you may, I didn't mention this earlier, but you may say, well, I have some beliefs that, you know, I've had trouble changing and they just don't go away. Well, there are some really easy ways to change old bad habits. And the easiest way is to create a new good habit. And I'm going to talk about that, how easy it is to create new habits and some of the science involved in neuroplasticity in the next uh, podcast that I do. But um, let me wrap this one up and say thanks so much for taking your time to listen to it. I appreciate it. And um, there'll be more of these podcasts that will go into the discussion of just how you can see yourself as being more than you see yourself right now. So again, I'm Mike Love. Thanks very much for listening, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.